Hi guys, welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. I wanted to spend this episode deep diving into one of my favorite topics. And if you have listened to this podcast, if you've listened to earlier episodes earlier this year, I, I took one full episode to talk about really focus on a love of saving rather than spending and, and really starting to change that mindset to, you know, I, I see my bank account increasing. I see my investments increasing, although, you know, right now in the stock market, it, it may not be doing that, maybe fluctuating, but really starting to change how you see your money and how you essentially respect your money. And that's, of course, my goal and my theme across all of my podcasts and, and across all my episodes. But what I really wanted to focus on today is what the experts are saying that I think doesn't go far enough and doesn't go deep enough. And as I really start following different people, whether they're, you know, really famous financial planners, whether they're, you know, they're big in the financial world, big into to personal finance, I I start hearing this common theme, and that is the amount of money you should be putting towards your savings. And I'm gonna kind of maybe freak a bunch of you out, but I wanna talk through a few examples of why I think the experts are wrong when they throw out there, like for example, Dave Ramsey, I think he focuses people on, you know, that that thousandth emergency fund and then beyond that a three to six month, which is good. I, I will say though, I have a I've had heard a lot of financial advisors advisors and a lot of financial resources who are saying you know, no more than three to six months. My my girl, my OG Susie Orman says she has said eight months for a long time and she actually upped it when COVID hit. And I think it was a really, really smart thing to do to 12 months. And I think when people think of emergency fund, they don't think of how it can be used or maybe should be used in retirement. And I will start to kind of go back to my, my tentacles and the rules of thumb of, how you bucket your money and, and then for it to be used in the future. And I'm absolutely not against, you know, looking at it from a short-term standpoint of that three to six months. I think that's perfectly fine, especially because I don't want to overwhelm people and and discourage them from saving because I don't want to go right right out of the gate, so to speak, and tell them, hey, you guys need half a million dollars for, for retirement in, in your savings, in liquid form, not in retirement accounts, not in investments. I don't want to say that because I think that discourages people to an extent to, you know, not save at all or say, I'm, I can never get there. So like, why don't I just live in the moment? Who cares what's going to happen when I'm, you know, 80, 90, 70? I don't need to worry about that. I don't need to think about it. So I think starting off with the three to six months, is a good way to get people saving. And again, using time on your side, using some, you know, some of these places where you can put your money where it's maybe not a super high interest rate, but it's, you know, one, maybe even getting up to 2% with with where inflation is today. Actually, mine has increased, I think, to 1.6% as of as of today. And so that's a decent return, especially if you have a decent amount of money in your savings. But it's also money that is Liquid cash to me is gold. I mean, you really cash is king and, and I think it always will be. And so having a reasonable amount built up in your savings account is absolutely critical beyond the three to six months for when you're looking towards your retirement years. 
Also, when you're looking at some of these longer term, larger purchases and larger investments in things you want, houses, cars, college, et cetera, there, there's so many other things traveling that, that you can really account those savings dollars to and to work towards. But I want to really focus today on what my expectations are for myself from a at the retirement age I'm expecting to be at and what I want my savings account to look like and why and why I'm wanting that much money and why it's important for you to kind of think about this differently when you think about your quote unquote emergency fund. So right now, and I'll give you some some numbers on on what, what we have today is Right now we have about $70,000 in our in our savings account and I think it was earlier this last year I decided to really start separating out our savings account. So I have one savings account that pulls from another savings account that is really really 100% for liquid savings and that is the account I talked to you guys about that I want to get to 50,000 by the end of this year. And so I'm I'm funding that account with my other savings account automatically so I don't even look at it but nothing gets pulled out of that that account so it's continuously growing without me touching it and the benefits of that are huge and are significant because that is my long-term savings account and that account and this is a very aggressive goal right now is I want it to grow to a million dollars by the time I want to retire I also want to retire early so the amount of money I'm looking to put into that account plus my retirement age is very aggressive. I think it puts me at about $3,000 a month I need to put into that account. But if you're making decent money, and if you really step back and think about it, $3,000 a month isn't unattainable. And, and honestly, if you can't do $3,000 a month right now, start where you feel comfortable. Start with $100 a month, start with $200 a month, and see that grow over time. So. Again, thinking back at you know what that means for me, if I'm saving $3,000 a month, so we're just gonna do some quick math here. Um, so 3,000 a month times 12, that's about $36,000 a year, right? So I'm 35 right now. Let's say I want to retire in 20 years. I really wanna retire when I'm 55. Well, that puts me at about $720,000 by the time I retire, so in 20 years if I'm saving that much money. That also doesn't even consider the interest that I'm earning on that money per year, but that's not even including compounding interest. So if we really think about it in, in terms of just flat, you know, straight money into a savings account, that $3,000 over that amount of time, again, the time value of money really takes you far, really gets you a good amount of money. And why I wanna have a million dollars in, in savings by retirement. Initially, I was thinking half a million, but I have really upped my, my goals here. And, and there's a few reasons for that. Let's say my, my goal is to have $5,000 a month that I can, or, or live off of $5,000 a month, right? So if you do the math on that, that's about $60,000 a year. And that's assuming I paid off my house. That's assuming that you know I'm, I'm living fairly within my means but I'm not having certain certain costs that I have now, although I will say a caveat is healthcare. Healthcare will always be more expensive, especially after you've retired if you haven't hit Medicare age. So con, you know, consider that as well. But let's say I need and I want about $60,000 to live off of. Well, let's say that that $60,000, if I'm retiring at 55, 
is let's say just on a very conservative le level, I want to use only use my liquid savings to live off of until I'm 70, which I'm trying to, to, to wait and to hold out to take Social Security until I'm 70 because you'll, in most cases, get your max benefits from Social Security at that point. This is assuming we're getting Social Security. I'm only 35. <laughs> so assuming we get Social Security and it's going to really help my 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 income per month i want to hold out until then so if i do the math on sixty thousand dollars times 15 years that's nine hundred thousand dollars so i think that's being a little conservative on my monthly expenses so you want to keep that in mind when you're doing the math here but also i'm probably not going to just live off of my my savings i may work a little bit longer because i enjoy what i'm doing now and you know it, it's probably not going to be uh, subsequent to a full-time job, but maybe I, you know, maybe I work part-time or maybe I do have some income coming in, but then maybe I want to keep, and you guys really need to think about this, is from a tax perspective, if I want to strategically keep myself in a lower tax bracket, I'm going to want to make sure I minimize the amount of quote-unquote income I make a year. And so what doesn't count as income? Well, I said it before and I'll say it again. Obviously your savings is not income. So the liquid savings you have, again, is gold for so many reasons. So if you're able to pull from savings, maybe it's not the full 5,000 a month, or maybe it is 5,000 a month, but you need more to live off of, you can pull from other things. So savings is one of those things that's that's not gonna be a an income-driven taxable form of or I guess financial resource for you, but also anything Roth related. So if you have a Roth IRA, if you have a Roth 401k, same thing, you've already, that's a beautiful thing about Roth, you've already paid taxes on that money. So when you go to take it out, you don't have, there's so many benefits of, of Roth and in a 401k and in, a, in an IRA. So you've already paid taxes, you don't have required minimum distributions at a certain age. So you can take out that money as you need to, to again, offset and strategically cap and keep your, your workable income low or to a point that's so low that you are in a, the lowest tax bracket and your taxes are very minimal. So those are some really key reasons why you don't just wanna stop at a three to six month, you know, quote unquote emergency fund, even an eight month emergency fund. For example, if I were to stop at an eight month, eight month emergency fund, and I will tell you right now, we need about $8,000 to live off of. So that's pretty significant. I mean, if you think of it from a yearly standpoint, that's $96,000. Uh, if you look at it from a from an eight month emergency standpoint, that's $64,000. So currently I am at that level, right? I have hit that level between both of my savings accounts where you know I'm good. In theory, I shouldn't have to save anymore. But when you think of your savings and when you think of, you know, going beyond that one for saving for retirement and having liquid, liquid cash in retirement, but also saving for large purchases, you know, if you think about it, you can put money into investments, you can put money into other types of investment vehicles. But once you take that money out, let's say you take it out in a large sum for like a 20% down on a house, which by the way, I would definitely recommend. But let's say you're taking out 80,000 or 100,000. That adds to especially if you're you're young and you're still working in a full-time, you know, position, now you are potentially bumping yourself to the next tax bracket, let's say a 32%. You're going to be sorry you did that. You're going to feel the negative ramifications of doing that. So 
That's why it's so important to have all of these, these liquid funds continuously growing. And so I would say for a, a rule of thumb standpoint, if you could put 10% of your income a year monthly into, and I would recommend a separate savings account, and that separate savings account can continuously grow for you. You're not taking out for you know weddings, for example, which I've I've just done. You're not taking out for trips. You're not taking out for car down payments. You're not taking out for house down payments, for college. If you can start building a separate emergency savings fund for retirement, I would strongly, strongly recommend that. And if you can't do 10%, do do what feels comfortable. Do $200, you know, do do $300. I will say, let's let's just do the math on this. Let's say you're 25 years old and you're like, I just don't have that much money to really fork over for setting aside for my emergency fund a, a month. I, I just don't, I'm not making that much money. I just don't have that much you know, to do. Well, let's say you can do $150 a month. And again, this is not considering compounding interest in any way. So that's that's $1,800 a year. So I did you know $150 times 12, that's $1,800 a year. Let's say you're 25 and you want to retire, let's say at 55 or let's say 65. So that's 40 years. So if you multiply that by 40, that's $72,000. So it may not seem like a lot, but it's definitely going to give you a nice kind of nest egg. But then you have to also consider, okay, so that $1,800 a year times 40, that gives me 72,000. You're not considering the compounding interest. You're also not considering that in most cases, for most people that I talk to, you are you're consistently increasing your income. Again, whether it be, you know, kind of yearly increases in merit, increases in raises, but also you could switch jobs, you could switch industries, and that switching actually gives you usually a huge financial benefit, unless you're like me and you're quitting your job and starting over. <laughs> but most people are not going to be like me, especially if you're staying in the corporate world and you will increase that consistently. Well, then that's fine. So reassess where you're at every year. Look at where you're at every year. And you know, on top of, I would say, auto paying and, and putting that money aside and literally setting it and forgetting it, not even thinking about it, re check where you're at, check in with yourself every year. At the end of every year is a really good time to set goals for the next year and really look at where you're at financially and see if it's possible, if you can increase that by $50 the next year, by $100 the next year, that will really help build that savings. But again, I, I just want you to consider that and then consider, you know, consider my goals of getting to half a million or getting to a million dollars by the time you retire. And then consider where you'd be at if you stopped at your three to six month emergency savings. So, you know, for example, if you stopped at, let's say you needed $4,000 to live off of and you stopped at, you know, you stopped at that three month, that, that that's nothing, right? That's like $12,000. Let's say you saved up to your six month and you need 4,000 you know, a month to live off of. That's $24,000. Let's say you went up to that eight month. Okay, great, you were at that $48,000 mark, almost 50,000. But then think about it this way. Think that you've, you haven't put anything else towards your savings. You stopped at that because that's what the financial experts tell you to stop at and you've invested the rest. I will say you, you will have made probably more money investing some of that 
But what is your strategy when you retire? What is your, you know, what do your octopus tentacles look like? If you have one that is like stronger and longer than the other, you're going to kind of be moving in circles, right? So you really want to look strategically at where you're putting money in all of your buckets to make sure you have, you know, the, the financial game plan that you need for the time you retire for your large purchases, really to get you through life comfortably and in a way where you don't have to stress about it and think about it too much. And in some cases, like I said, like cash is king. And I know that you're thinking to yourself, why am I, why are you wanting me to put so much money towards savings when I could, again, be strategically investing it in different vehicles that will give me a higher return? We'll still do that. And that's why I told you guys in, in a past episode, you know, I'm making less money. And so what's my strategy when I make, make less money? It's to put X amount towards savings, X amount still towards investments, and then you know X amount towards towards various investments and, and also towards my Roth IRA. So I'm still putting money consistently in all these other vehicles, but think about when you think about dollar cost averaging, when you think about all of these all these other strategies, also think about your savings strategy, your state your your basic savings account strategy and how that can become a very strong tentacle for you and a very strong vehicle when you think strategically about how you use your money in the future and how you're saving to use your money in the future. And then also how you can use your savings in different ways. And that's why I think, and something I've done recently, if you can kind of set up this like other savings account, leave it alone and feed it, you will quickly, and you'll have no idea how quickly it, it can actually happen, but you will very quickly build upon your your wealth and on your, on your you know your liquid wealth, which is very very important in times when you know one maybe maybe the market's down, and so you want to strategically take out money to you know really decrease your financial and taxable in, impact on yourself yearly. So. Again, you want to make sure you have money in all these different vehicles. And it's important to, you know, not listen and hear the rules of three to six months and then stop. That is like the whole message of this podcast is don't stop after your three to six uh, month. Don't stop after your your eight month. Have it, build it up, make sure you feel good about it. And then let's keep putting money into that so that you have it to, you know, financially build yourself to a good position be be strong, be secure, feel good about your money, feel good about what you're what you're doing with the money that you're that you're earning because that's really the, the the whole goal of of you know this podcast and the whole goal of of your life and your money is to be to feel secure and to feel safe. So I'm going to leave you guys there. Thanks again for listening and always remember respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon.